If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Thursday to everyone in the sports universe. It is December the 30th, 2021. This is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports. We are live. Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. Aaron, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, year's wrapping up here and uh, kicking butt in the bull betting bonanza. So life, life's all right right now. I got one game away, but we'll talk about that. Awesome. I'm excited to get all some trophies at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. Amen. I forgot about that. Let's hand out some awards here. We got Cody Jansen on. Boys, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a great show. This show is presented by Pick'em Wars. Make picks against the spread every week to win real cash prizes. It's 100% free to play, which makes it that much better. Compete against friends and us with AM Drive for the ultimate bragging rights. Go to www.pickemwars.com slash fly. Support the show. That's pickemwars.com slash F-L-Y. And we are flying here right into Kyrie Irving's house because he's an idiot. <laughs> I thought I'd go ahead and start with Kyrie Irving. Aaron. All this positivity to start the show, and then you call Kyrie Irving an idiot. Love it. He's just, he's just, he's just, that's who he is. So Kyrie Irving spoke out, the disgruntled net star. He is cleared to play road games soon. That's, of course, barring some, um, he's got like a conditioning back a little bit more. Which I think, by the way, is number one. That's the stupidest thing I've heard. So this guy literally has not played basketball at all. Like, I understand, like, you've been away from the team and, like, this, that. You haven't played pickup ball? No one wants – are we – please tell me. that if, if the rule is, you know, the vaccinated people, blah, 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 Kyrie hasn't even gone anywhere to play pickup ball to stay in shape, dude. Come on, man. And then I, I love – Oh, boy. And by love, I mean hate. I hate these quotes by this guy. He says, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. He also goes on to say that he just didn't see it. He didn't see it coming. Like, he wasn't prepared for the consequences of not being back. Dude, you are. Aaron, how do you spell the word idiot? K-Y-R-I-E. I have no... I am done. And by the way, for folks who want to say I'm copying Stephen A. Smith, I was on this bandwagon for the last two years now. This dude is not an NBA player. He's a good basketball player, but he is not what the NBA is about. And that's business. That's attracting fans. He doesn't want to do it because he wants to stay woke for the people. I don't care. We don't care. The Nets don't care. They don't welcome me back with open arms. What are they going to do, Kyrie? Yeah, they're going to tell you, oh, look at this idiot. Come on. No, they're not going to be like me. They have to welcome me back because they're Kyrie Irving. Moron. Exclamation point. I, I, I was disagreeing with you up until that point. I, uh, I do agree. Like, when you decided, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I'm going to deal with, you know, whatever comes my way and and New York the state of New York has now decided to force the Nets hand you couldn't have been shocked you couldn't you couldn't have been shocked this is the state you live in this is what they've decided to do I mean we've already got situations where viral videos are coming out where they're the police are kicking children out of restaurants for not wearing masks inside or not having their vaccination cards like <laughs> New, New York has overstepped its bounds absolutely by all means but you should have known that was coming because this is an irrational, ridiculous notion that the state has taken. And you didn't think they would let they would bar you from a home game? Absolutely they would. They've they've crossed the they've crossed the line. So they're so far across the line that you had to know that this stuff like this was coming. Even what did the season start? Three, two, three months ago? Like even two, three months ago, you had to know. Like you can't say you were shocked or blindsided by this. Now I don't agree with what New York's done. I don't agree with the fact they won't let you play. But this is a part 
you know, these people who are standing their ground and these people who are, who are not pro-vaccine, let's call it, I have no problem with what you do. But there are consequences to what happens here. Whether we like them or not, this is what happens. So uh, it, it's, it's not a pretty sight. And it's, it's not something where uh, he's going to be able to just, it's not just going to go away. Because the media is going to feast on this wherever yep. he goes. Now, the question I have is, how was he allowed to go into the gym here with his teammates and the staff? It, it, you know, he unless they did an outdoor practice, which I'm sure it's pretty cold up there in New York. So I just nothing's making sense to me here. If, if he's on the floor with his team, why is this such a an OK spot where he can't play? Or why is it not OK that he can't play with his team at home? Uh I was not a fan of the fact that, like, you're only playing road games. Like, what do we do? And, like, the, the Nets are so desperate for COVID and all this. And they're number, still number one in the East. Like, and they're, they're, he can only play road games. That's just – how do you have a contract at that point? Well, again, the contracts, you know, I, I'm all you know me, especially with the Ben Simmons. If you don't play, you shouldn't be paid. Now, I don't know what they have going on. If they got a situation, they've reworked this deal for road games. But the question really remains, I don't even care about the regular season. Like, what happens when, because not if, what happens when your team's in the playoffs? Yep. What are you going to do? I mean, is he eventually just going to cave? Because if he doesn't, which I have no problem if he doesn't cave and get the and get the vaccine if he doesn't want it. But if he doesn't cave, he's going to be subjected to more scrutiny, more from the media, from other players, or, yeah, other players around the league, and maybe even other players on his team. Like, hey, man, we got to do this. You 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 have actions. Actions have consequences. And I'm not worried about the regular season. If he wants to play just road games, that would help out the Nets tremendously. No, is it the is it the greatest uh, solution to all this? No, absolutely. But I'm sure you know heading out, playing road games, giving maybe you know KD or, or Harden or some other the guys a night off and letting Kyrie play. Okay, whatever. If that's what you guys came to and you guys agreed on it, all right, fine. But when the playoffs come, I'm really really curious to see how this story continues to unfold. He's depriving Nets organization of money. He's depriving players' futures because if they don't win a championship, they're all choke artists now. Or you know, or, you don't or think they can win a championship without Kyrie? Well, I mean, well, let's say Nick Claxton doesn't win a championship, but like and nobody cares about. Him. Well, what if he does? He, and Kyrie's there, and Nick Claxton, you know, gets a big deal. Like Matthew Delvadova played for the Bucks after he was with the Cavaliers. You know, they didn't yeah. win it. But it's like, you know, he was there and I was like, oh, this gritty guy and he ended up being a suck. Like, he, he sucked. But, like, he got a job because of that. Well, maybe Claxton just gets exposed a little earlier. Like, I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, so these other players are relying on Kyrie. That's fine. But if you're relying on Kyrie for financial gain, oh. that's that's a selfish take. And I've one I've said is okay before. Like, I understand these guys get paid. But if this guy don't want to play, you can't be mad. Oh, well, you know, the, the, all the ifs and buts from your career because of Kyrie Irving. Like, so, I'm surprised. You can't you can't say you're surprised at the Nets. The Nets are clearly making this deal. You can't say, well, they, he's depriving the Nets of money. Well, if the if the Nets were really worried about what was going on, they'd say, dude, just sit. Don't worry about it. If this was Kevin Durant or even um like like a Nick Claxton, I, I like Nick Claxton, by the way. I actually would be okay with it because it's not Kyrie. Here's what Kyrie has done. The last couple of years for me, he's created this thing where he's the woke guy. He's the He's out standing up for the people, and he's just like looking really stupid when he does it. Like last year, he said he was depressed over the over the Capitol riot, and the, or Capitol Hill riot, and then he ends up going to his sister's birthday party. Like you, you can't be that depressed, pal. Like we were led to believe this guy was like depressed, and then the same guy says, "Oh, well, I'm a voice for the voiceless." What does that mean? Right. I throw the sister birthday party away. I mean, that's sometimes those are family obligations. It might not be a depressed. I mean, a depressed person still goes to work sometimes. They don't want to do that. So I, I don't know why he ain't going to work. Well, he's not going to work for vaccine issues, not for, because of depression. Ben Simmons, that's a different story. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really want to be in Kyrie's corner, but for this situation, like, like you said, you know, the, you know, we you have to pick and choose and not everybody's going to walk one straight line. I've watched tons of people, especially in political, you know, landscapes. Oh, well, I'm, I'm for this. Well, I'm for this. Well, I'm for this. So you don't actually subscribe to one 
general theory for your life, correct? We kind of bounce back and forth. Like Kyrie was a big woke guy and he was a big Black Lives Matter guy and he was this. And then now he's a now he's an anti-vax, so to speak. So he <laughs> he falls kind of on both sides of of, of the spectrum here. Like um, and, and for me, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of things he says, but this one, I don't necessarily agree with what he's saying here, but I, I back him up. I mean, I, I he's agree the with one, his decision. I disagree with his reputation. I mean, he's got a reputation just like anybody else does. And there's people that you just hate for hate. And I'm not a big Kyrie fan either. I'm not, I'm not supporting Kyrie even if he comes back, but this, this, uh, this situation, he's the only one that has to live with it. Who cares what anybody else says? Fair enough. Ricky Rubio tore his ACL the other night. And Aaron, he's been a key part to why the Cavs are my number four team or number three team in, in my top five NBA teams. And sad news for him. I, I hope the Cavs can, can can ride this one out, but I have a strong feeling Cavs might fall off just a little bit. Great job on what they've done with Ricky Rubio, one of the best guys to root for, always doing the, the always playing good basketball. And just tears ACL. It's a rough thing. Yeah, how's this? Uh, how's this gonna make you feel in your in your NBA power ratings next Tuesday? I'll um I'll keep them in there probably for, on Tuesday, but next Tuesday they might when they start losing games. But for now, I can't just write them off because of Rubio out. I have to wait until like something like they start losing. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. No, uh, no Rubio and no Sexton mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. So it's that's gonna be a bad. Tough. And they have a good, they have a low key. Good, Kevin Love's playing well, but. Anyways, we're out of time for this segment. Shout out Ricky Rubio. Yeah, good luck. When we come back, Aaron Crouch's bowl betting bonanza continues as we talk four bowl games today and the ones that happened yesterday. Is the AM Drama 12 on sports? You're not going either anywhere, neither are we. You like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pick'emwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. If you host a podcast or own a small business, even have a morning show, it's hard spreading the word. Aaron Friends want to check it out, but will they? Well, they will with Popple. Woohoo! All right. Popple is an easy to use, but high tech digital business card. It's time to grow with Popple. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People who share with don't even need a Popple. Trust me, we know. Again, when you get your Popple and keychain credit card or even pop socket form, go to popl.co. 
code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off your order. Or if you can't remember the website, MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and you'll see the promo code right there, AMDRIVE, 20% off on POPL.co. And last words on Popple. No, get it, buy it, grow your brand, use the code AMDRIVE. Yes, sir. The bull betting bonanza continues, Aaron, and my goodness, reason we call it this is because a bonanza is a situation or event that creates a sudden increase in wealth, good fortune, or profits. Folks, if you don't have that definition etched in your brains, you're not watching the drive enough. I'm kidding. Drive safe. <laughs> so Aaron is now 17 and 6. I'm 15 and 8. But how do we get to this point? Well, let's recap the games from yesterday. Yesterday, Maryland took on, I want to say, well, who was it? Military Virginia Tech. Tech. Mm-hmm. And they beat the brakes off them. Oh, yeah. Talia, <laughs> right. Talia had a big game. Aaron's minus four hits. I put faith in Virginia Tech's defense, and that did not exist. Aaron was right about no coach for what's left of a coach for Va Tech. And well, congrats. it's no coach, no starting two quarterbacks, uh-huh. no starting two wide receivers, no starting two defensive ends, and one starting cornerback out. So it's a little more than just the coach. You're funny. So, I mean, good job on your minus four. You could have done minus 24 and thir- – actually, minus, minus 44 you would have pushed. Yeah. Good Nerds. job. Darn. <laughs> I pushed my minus 44 in play, yeah. So I didn't know this was going on. We both had minus two and a half for Clemson, but I didn't realize Clemson's Dabo Sweeney was on board for his 150th win until it happened. Did you hear anything yeah. about that? Uh, I didn't know about the 150th, but they did reach 10 wins for a, an 11th consecutive season, yep. which ties them with Florida State of the uh, 80s, 90s, and 2000. And the current Alabama program is the only teams to reach double-digit victories in 11 straight seasons. So congratulations, Dabo. After everything, you know, I think you, you were like 3-4 and four to start the season. Or no, I'm sorry. Three and three to start the season, and you rattled off the rest of the seven there. So congratulations, Dabo. I know it's it's not a college football playoff, but uh, a cheese it bowl to get you to that double digit plateau is probably feels pretty good. And I know he had some things to say afterwards about all the recruiting and transfer portal stuff as well. And DJ still sucks. Yeah, he was not good. You are correct. Again, um, Oregon, Oklahoma in the Valero. I'll say that word Valero, Alamo Bowl. Um, I had Oklahoma, you had Oregon, so Mike gained one after losing one earlier, so like another even day for me. I'm still two games back. But 15-8 is no slouch, but it's just not 17-6. and six. But Caleb Williams and Kennedy Brooks, um, big game for both those guys. And Oregon really fell off. Yeah, not to take uh, not to take anyone, anything away from you picking this right. Mine was more of a fade the public spot, and I was wrong. I the public, public got one here. Right. And uh, so good for them. And I hope they build Bob Stoops uh, a statue outside of Norman there because he came back, won the game. That's wild. It was a nice sight to see. I mean, all those co- all those players who didn't get recruited by him felt like – because Bob's always kind of been a father figure, um, you know, for the Oklahoma program. And he call- he drew up a play uh, for his kid to catch a uh, – Yes, the kid- Stoops killed What the world is this guy? Yeah, well, I was thinking he's 58, 60 years old, and he's got a kid in college. Huh. Still got it, Bob. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Good job, Aaron. Okay. Our odds, we base our bull betting Bonanza. Bonanza. Well, what am Bonanza. I from the South? I am from the South. So um, our odds that we provide this stuff from is on BetUS.com, code 120Z for 125%. First deposit bonus, and of course, 200% crypto for Aaron's fix. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aaron, are you ready for the Duke's Mayo Bowl? I, I will preface this by saying these games were relatively difficult to pick, except for one. There's one I feel pretty confident on. But other than that, these games are were pretty difficult to pick for me. So, uh, yeah, let's rock and roll here. Um, First of all, I have a question to ask you. What is the best mayonnaise? Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, you don't like mayonnaise? I do, but I don't think about the brands. I feel like they all kind of taste the same, no? I have an idea for you. Subway mayonnaise. 
I can't tell you the last time I had Subway because there are 377,000 sub shops better than Subway. That's a that's a good point. That's a great point. I, I dig that. I see their manager is off the charts. They won't even I will I will give you you live in Georgia, right? Yes. Do they have public supermarkets where you are? What do you mean? Yeah, I mean I, that's like a Walmart, right? No, it's no, it's a it's a grocery chain called Publix. P U Yeah, yeah, Publix. I love Publix. Eat their subs. You will never you will really? never you will never love another sub more than you will love a public sub. Trust me, I dread every day that I live on the West Coast and I can't have a public sub. Really? Oh yeah, they're phenomenal. I've heard about those a while ago, but I, I'm okay. There you go. The Publix Ultimate Sub. You're welcome. Okay, I, I'm impressed, Aaron. This game is now at eleven and a half, and this one shot me around. I'm going to let you go first here. Oh, I'm, I see. No, 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 I'm flip-flipping back and forth. I thought you'd made a pick already. That was our rules. I no, 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 but, but no, because I'm, I'm only this is going to be a game-time decision. Well, you better game-time it right now. That means you're first. You can't listen to anything I say. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you. I just want to know like, your reasoning behind the game. All right, so here's the situation. It was we got 10 outs at 11 and a half. We got 11 and a half right now. Uh, both teams are sitting at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, One team is disappointed with the 6-6, six and six, and one team's probably surprisingly optimistic. South Carolina doesn't um, didn't expect to be in a bowl game this year. They were down, you know, it was a rebuilding year under Shane Beamer. And so that being said, uh, I don't love the fact that the leading rusher for South Carolina is out. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. His last name is White. But um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to take this 11 and a half here. And I'm going to take South Carolina with the points. I think North Carolina ultimately wins, but I think we get a barn burner here. We get a we get a rivalry game inside of a uh, inside of a bowl game, which just happens to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. What could be better than this right now? So this for is the like Duke's, Duke, North Carolina, me. Well, you know what's going to happen, right? Have you seen the Duke's Mayo Bowl? In what the middle mean? of on commercial breaks, they make people eat jars of mayo. Yes, <laughs> boy, that's awesome. It is disgusting. So I'll in play bet. Because they do one North Carolina fan, one South Carolina fan. I'm also going to in-play bet whichever fan finishes. Look, I can't even, I can't, I'm going to throw up just saying it. Finishes their jar of mayo first. <laughs> so let me get, give me the Gamecocks and the points. Ugh. Okay, I'm a mayo guy, but that, that is also, I, I don't even see why I, I like mayo, but not that. jars of mayo. I don't like a jar of I'd rather throw up eating hot dogs than I would watching that crap. That's your gag reflex there, buddy. Aaron had to be eating, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Okay, I'll admit I had North Carolina minus 10. And before the show, I'm shocked that we were the same now. When it was minus 10, I actually went with North Carolina. When I saw this line jump to 11 and a half, that's too much, man. I thought it was going to be close, like pushing 10 here, but I was like, nah, I'm going to South Carolina plus 11 and a half. I'm actually surprised that we were on the opposite sides of that one. The big thing here is Sam Howell is going to be, you know, the story. Like, he's playing the bowl game and he sucked all year. You know, the team that played Georgia this year, South Carolina played a lot of good teams pretty close, in my opinion, closer than what they should have been. And for, for especially for a 6-6 six and six squad. Hello, Alabama. Um, So, South Carolina picked off both quarterbacks in the Georgia game. Picked mm-hmm. off JT, picked off Stetson Bennett. Sam Howell's got nine interceptions this year. Throw a couple in this game, dude falls out the first round easily. And Pittsburgh Steelers might not like him over Kenny Pickett. I know the game costs plus 11 and a half, and plus I love Columbia. I know it's in Charlotte, but I love going to Columbia. Yeah, I've driven through there, stopped there a couple times on some travels. It's a pretty cool little place, yeah. But uh, also, if South Carolina gets down, they're not out of it, man. They've... Five of their six wins this season, they've had to come from behind. So, oh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't expect <clears> them to do that. Their defense is is opportunistic. I've I've learned. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm big on the Gamecocks here, and uh, I just want to. If I'm watching this, I want to flip commercial. I want to flip during the commercial break. I do not want to watch guys eat gallons of mayo. No, nope, nope, nope. That's weird. I don't see why anybody would want to see that. <sighs> You're gonna see it on social media for sure. I'm I'm 100 positive. All right, how about the Music City Bowl? This was at the home of the Tennessee Titans. Hello, Tennessee. So the Volunteers, by default in this game, are playing Best Boilermakers. It's Purdue. Aaron, 
I've got Purdue plus seven and a half. Something tells me there's a reason this line is so big for Tennessee. I know you're going to tell me, well, Purdue's got this person out, this person out, this coach out. And screw you for that, first of all. I couldn't find that anywhere. So I've got, got read. Well, 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 hold on. Let me check this real quick before you go on. Because that's how much Tennessee was not like that. Okay. Hold on here. Yeah, I just, I just see two quarterbacks who are going to play. Who are going to play pretty good. Um, and the reason I actually picked Purdue plus seven and a half is Purdue is in the Big Ten, and I'm not a fan of the SEC this year. That's a fair assessment. I don't hate that. I mean, Wait, Purdue, Purdue is without God their top wide receiver and their top defensive end, who are both projected to be first or second round picks. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not. They still have. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, who's just balled out this year, 340 yards a game through the air. Um, but I'm on Tennessee here. Dang, dude, that Tennessee quarterback only has three picks. Wow, he's had a good year. I mean, Hendon Hooker is—he's got both of his main targets. God, uh, dang, dude. Like I said, defensively with George Karlaftis, you know, he's going to be out. It's going to matter with the pass rush. It's a somewhat of a home game here for Tennessee. Yeah, I know. I think they'll travel pretty well. They haven't been in a bowl game in a while. <laughs> Um, it's been kind of a, let's call it unexpectedly successful season for Tennessee. Um, Josh Heupel, I didn't have high expectations for him going into the SEC from, from UCF, but, uh, so far, I mean, if he can get an eighth victory here in this one, I think he'll get it. And, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Tennessee covers a seven and a half. I bet Tennessee at minus six. So I'm not loving the fact that I got to pick it at seven and a half, but I still think we're going to get a. 10 to 17 point victory for the balls here. A lot of scoring I, in this game. I actually had Tennessee minus six, by the way, to be fair. But that doesn't matter at this point. I have Purdue now. Yep, we're picking them live. Trust me, I, I don't love it either, but uh, it is what it is. And, you know, we try to give you the most up to date because these games are on today. They weren't on yesterday. <laughs> was it your, um? was that your easiest bowl? You Was that the one you were talking about or you got an easy one coming up? No, the one I'm most confident in uh, is still coming up. How the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl? Um, I've never understood that name. I love the Chick-fil-A. I, I, you like Chick-fil-A, right? Please tell me that. Do I like Chick-fil-A? Absolutely, I like Chick-fil-A. Thank God. It's Great expensive, but I like too. Hey, fun fact. Okay, I know, we, I know we don't have a lot of time here, but I was actually talking to a guy who worked at Waffle House now. I don't know what that's worth. But he actually had worked at Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. He said, "Do you do you know? Because I've always wondered, like, there's so many like like beautiful girls that work at Chick Fil A. Every Chick Fil A I've ever been to, and a couple guys. I'm like, how does that even work? He told me Chick Fil A does not let employees. I don't know if this is true, but they don't let the guys talk to the girls at all. Unless it's like for oh. business, but they don't let them convert. I'm like, holy crap, dude! Like in terms of professionally or just in general." As long when they're at work, they're not allowed to conversate unless they're talking about food. That's what I was about to say. Like if I turn over to to you know Jennifer and I'm like, hey, I need a large fry. Can I not? Can I? Can I go? Hey, who do you talk to? Like I say, like yeah, what do you? So what do you what do? You say, you hey, instead of saying, hey Jennifer, that potato looks good on you. To say I need a large fry. <laughs> potato looks good on you. How about I you? Mean, I, was, I thought it was. I don't know. I think the guy was lying, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if a conservative place. Anyways. We're talking Peach Bowl here, Pittsburgh and Michigan State. And Michigan State's without Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Pittsburgh's without Kenny Pickett. I think Pittsburgh lost their guy, their offensive coordinator. You know his name? Uh, Mark Whipple. Yeah, Whipple, that guy, weirdo. Uh, Michigan State, minus three for me. So, Michigan State. God, oh, my gosh. This is a tough one. You're right. Kenny Pickett is out. No Mark Whipple. He's gone. But what did Michigan State do well? They run the football. No Kenneth Walker in this game. You know what? Screw you. I knew. Well, at least I knew that. Yeah. That's a tough one for me in this spot. However, I don't trust Pitt with Nick Patty getting the start here. Um, I'm with you. I'm on Michigan Yes! I really shouldn't be happy. I wish you would have had – I guess I should be – want you to have Pitt if I wanted to catch up or whatever. That's also true. Yeah, you can't just assume I'm going to win here. Fair enough. How is Wisconsin and Arizona State in the Aaron Las Vegas Bowl? Aaron, one thing Arizona State does not do well, stop the run. 
One thing Wisconsin found a way to do well is run the ball late. Mm-hmm. Give me the badges in the Aaron Rodgers team. My, well, not, well, you get it. Wisconsin minus seven. Go ahead. How are the Aaron Rodgers team? Does he own them too? Is he their daddy? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Arizona State does not do a lot of things well. They did win. All their games that they have won are against non-bowl-eligible teams. All of their losses are against teams who were bowl-eligible, 6-6 six and six or better. So, yes, they're not a bad team. This, well, it's moved up, but this was my most confident pick. I think Wisconsin's going to run all over this team. Jaden Daniels is not going to have any, any time to uh to to run back there and he actually decided Jaden Daniels the quarterback for house or uh, Arizona State decided it's not wise of me to come out he's going back to college next year uh so yeah I am pretty confident that Wisconsin is going to destroy Arizona State in this game so yeah give me the uh, Badgers it was minus six uh, give me the Badgers minus seven all right bull betting bananas continues today falls on Twitter and drive TV Aaron I'll tell you a team I'm very confident in the Saskatchewan Rush. Cody Jansen's in our guest waiting room. We'll pull back the curtain for him. Next, we're talking hockey, the World Juniors, I guess, and lacrosse. It's Cody Jansen on the other side. AM Drive. You're not going anywhere. Neither are we. you like sports? Do you like free money? You're going to be watching the game anyway. So join us at pickemwars.com to play. Weekly NFL and NCAA contests are live right now. Play free at pick'emwars.com. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back in here to <clears throat> the AM Drive here, presented by Pick'emWars.com slash fly. Make picks against the spread, and we are in real money. Cody, we need to get you signed up for Pick'em Wars. You got to do it today. You can do it. It's 100% Deal. free, and you can win real money. That helps you uh, fund the World Hockey Report. Cody Jansen, our guest here, do it all, 12-ounce co-owner. He's got the World Hockey Report. He's got the newest gig here on the ESPN, Mike. Is there anything he can't do? Well, I'm not actually sure I'm a co-owner of 12-Ounce Sports. I don't think that's an official one, so I don't want to piss off Jeff or anything. But Oh, Mike threw me I'm, under the bus. I'm a, I'm a co-helper. co-helper. All right. Co-janitor. How about we call him the co-janitor? That's right. The co-jansen. I can clean floors. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you want to start? Yeah, I do. I just want to know how Cody's doing. I know there's a lot going on in Canada right now, so many moving parts. You know, we're going to talk about some of this, but just for you personally, how are you doing? 
guys, I slept like two hours last night. I don't, oh. it's been such a mess in the, the hockey world. I, I can't even say the sports world because, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, the, the rush game tomorrow got pushed back. There's certain mm. restrictions, there's certain issues and stuff that they are dealing with. But I will say the way that the NLL and the Saskatchewan rush and, and all the teams there have handled it, it's um, miles and miles better than how others have handled it. So I really got to tip my hat to the NLL and the rush and everyone because they rescheduled the date for January 14th for the game. So I get it. It's got to get pushed back. It's, you know, player safety, health in mind, all that stuff. But how the double IHF handled it with just acts in the tournament after four positive tests, <laughs> that's kind of where it throws you for a loop where, you know, last year when there was kind of less knowledge on the situation, they were allowing Germany to play with 13 players. They had 10 positive tests and they said, Hey, let's play the tournament. And this year there was four across the entire teams and staff and they canceled it. I, I don't know. I got an issue with the planning there and we've got NHL back. But again, for the Oilers, it was a, uh, 11 days or two weeks that they were off after COVID issues. So just everything's kind of been thrown for a loop, but again, it, you know, in a sports profession, you kind of just got to roll with the punches. So again, I, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm healthy. Knock on wood. That's, that's the best thing in life, but yeah, I'm ready to play some sports or watch sports, talk about sports. I just want things back to normal. It's been two years. Who would have won the world juniors? Well, I, I'm biased and I'll yeah, say, I, was gonna say. <laughs> I, I think that there is a lot of competition talk out there. Everyone's going, oh, Finland, they had nine points, whatever. Like they were looking good. Sweden's got one of the best goaltenders in the world. Russia's got some firepower. The Americans have a well-balanced team. But I, I think after Canada's loss last year in the finals, I think there was extra motivation on this Canadian side that maybe you would have willed them ahead. That's why I'll give them the advantage. Again, it's, we could argue about this. You can punch air for hours talking about who you think might've won, but I'll, I'll say Canada would have won. And they were my pick from the beginning. No, say it with me, Cody. U S A. No, you picked Canada. The Americans had a attendee get COVID and his roommate wouldn't have been able to play as well. So they would have been, been down two goalies who I assume would have been their number one and number two guys. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, they would have been done for the tournament automatically yeah, because of that. If you, so that that's why I would pick against the Americans if they're fully healthy. Again, I think the Americans had some stellar players like that Logan Cooley kid. I'm telling you, I mean, if you're talk to Glenn, if you're a Pittsburgh guy, you're going to be pumped <laughs> to see this kid come through. Like he's a stud in the making. There, there was some awesome players on the Americans. It's just so disappointing. Like I, I know you guys aren't huge hockey guys, but the World Juniors means so much. It's such an awesome hockey tournament. Like I, I'm meeting like the guys who like watch World Juniors in like 1999 when Jero like you know like the Jerome McGinley years, the early 2000s in Halifax. Like that's not me. To be fair, absolutely. That's that. Wasn't there's me. so much history with this tournament that it's like just to have it taken away from you. Like screw the Olympics, screw the World Cup, the World Championships. Honestly, the the World Juniors is bigger than the Stanley Cup to me. You know that's wow. that's how much I you know love the tournament to be frank. So to have the Spangler cup ripped away and now the world juniors, it, it sucks being a, for the hockey fan part of Cody. This <laughs> is as low as it gets. Is, uh, is, is that what the official statement from world hockey report is? Because I know that, you know, when there's not a lot of hockey, what does the world hockey report talk about? Oh, we talk about anything. We will, we'll talk baseball. We'll talk football. We'll talk all well, now lacrosse. It's, you know, no, we're, we're always open to other sports. Again, we, I, I do. I generally love sports in general. I know I roast LeBron. I roast the NBA. I find soccer boring 85% of the time, but like there, there's also a part of me that just loves that competitive nature. So I'll, I'll watch anything, honestly, like it's, you know, sports are just the best. That's, that's why we do this. That's why we get to talk about it. It's because sports. Amen. Before you guys talk NHL and more in depth, Cody, I'm disappointed in my Seattle Kraken. And then now we lost Brennan Tanev to, to an ACL tear. That sucks. That's I'm tough. pissed. Give me some optimism here if you can. 
Well, optimism. I don't think the goaltending can get any worse. Thank you. You know, as as a, as a tandem, I think Grubauer and Dreger and Decord have the worst combined save percentage of all time in NHL Ooh. history right now. Like that's what they're on pace for. Like this is the worst of all time, and that's scary. Or, or I think it might be modern era. Maybe it's like once the NHL. You know, once goalies actually got normal gear, I think that's when they probably started tracking it. But yeah, this is a rough look for them goaltending wise. That's going to get better. Uh, again, if you're a Kraken fan, you also have to consider the first year wasn't going to be amazing. And you've got some awesome prospects in the system who are going to flourish, who are getting the experience this year. Like I think of a Maddie Bernier as another guy who's at the World Juniors. You know, this is a guy who's going to likely come into the league next year maybe in two years and he's gonna be you know a top six forward no doubt he's gonna be a power play guy so seattle does have a lot of things to look forward to i think they kind of built their team around a little bit of a model unlike vegas where they're like hey we're not getting all the breaks they're getting so let's build for the future a little bit more where they built their defense strong i mean they they did pick two pretty damn good goaltenders who are just having a terrible year so they're kind of they kind of built a team on like let's be competitive but let's also worry about having a really good team three to five years down the road we're physical yeah, they are. That's they. They play a gritty style. I I love it. They play old school hockey. That's you know kind of how the L.A. Kings won. You know a decade ago is they just don't make it easy for anyone to play against them. And I know they have been blown out a few games, but for the most part, they're a very competitive team. You know, you so saw they're they com- play Edmonton. They're competitive in like the first in like ninety percent of the game, but when their goalies give up three or four in a row, that's when it becomes a blowout. But I agree, ninety percent of the game we're doing great. Yeah, unfortunately, you got to play 60 minutes to win a hockey game. So the one thing I want to talk about in the NHL before we get into the to the rush here in the NLL is the Winter Classics coming up. And that's thankfully so far, cross our fingers, knock on wood, hasn't huh. been canceled or postponed yet. So we have St. Louis and Minnesota in this game. What I want to know is how are you feeling about this, obviously, you know, coming up here soon? And which one was your favorite Winter Classic of all time? Oh, my favorite winter classic of all time. That's a, that's a great, I would throw it back to the OG though. The Oilers and Haps, you know, that's the, the, the Jose Theodore wearing the toque on the helmet. You know, I, I think it was like minus 25, like they were playing in incredible weather. And then also, uh, was it Pittsburgh Buffalo? Was it that the one where Crosby scores the shootout winner? That was the one in the snow, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the snowball. Yeah, Yeah, like those are probably my two favorite. Here's my issue, though, with the the January 1st game. And if I can go on a tangent, I I guess I really can. But why would they do it in such a competitive nature? There's like eight or nine other NHL games that day. You're competing against college football, which is massive. You put it in prime time instead of the afternoon. So now you're losing the NBA fans, your college basketball fans. I don't think there's any NFL. It's a Saturday. I, I don't believe there's any NFL games. Not usually. But again, the scheduling is just so bad. It doesn't make sense, guys. Like, why not even... Even just have it as a standalone afternoon game. Go against that early college football semifinal because you've got a little bit of different fan groups. But now at least you're not competing against other NHL fan bases. You're not competing against the NBA. You're not competing against college basketball. You're not competing against the late college football semifinal. It, it doesn't make sense. Like You've got this huge spectacle. Why not do it when the most eyes are going to be on it? That's what pisses me off. Uh, again, sorry for the rant and tangent. But I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try to tune in, but am I going to be glued to it? No, because there's six other things that I want to watch going on at the same time. So, you know, if I'm saying that as someone who loves the game of hockey, what are even, you know, average fans saying? They might be Carvelis of the world. Yeah, they're they're not going to tune in. But if it's at noon or one o'clock and you've got nothing better to do other than watch House Hunters International, you know, now you're now you're going to tune into the NHL game. That's that's my issue with it. I agree with that. I can get down on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk some rush as we rush into the finish here. 
That was a bad. That was terrible. I knew I knew Mike was gonna pull something like that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Cody, the Saskatchewan Rush, possibly the second best team in the NHL history behind NLL history behind, of course, the Georgia Swarm. <laughs> so um tell me about what fans should expect. Tell me about the National League of the Cross as a whole. I want to make it very clear. I became a big fan of you and and well, I was a fan of you before, but a fan of like lacrosse again when I watched you on 12 on sports a couple like about a month or two ago. For yeah, those, I mean the, the NLL as a whole, it's not not incredibly old by any means, but there there's a fair amount of history when you do look at you know some of the older franchises like the Rock and stuff. The Rush aren't exactly old; they moved from Edmonton to Saskatoon in 2016. Oh. But again, they've won three championships in the last five full seasons. Like they've got a wagon of a team here, and it's it's awesome to be behind. It's awesome to see. You know, we, we've got some of the best players in, of all time in the NLL, where Jeff Shaft. Is trying to crack the top 10 in almost every category. He's won a league MVP. Mark Matthews is, you know, one of the best passers in the game. He's just an elite offensive talent. So there, there's a lot to look forward to. I, I guess, you know, for someone who hasn't really watched the NLL or who hasn't got into it, I think the biggest difference is it's just a fast game. It's so much fun to watch. There's so much excitement. You know, what, what do you, what do fans not like about the NFL? Well, there's stops every five seconds. You know, what do fans not like about the NHL? Well, it's offsides, it's icings, it's four TV timeouts per period. You know, it's a, it's a 60 minute game that takes three hours to watch or, you know, basketball, you know, it's the, the last two minutes of play takes you half an hour to watch. Yep. You know, it's it's those things that really slow down the game that kind of lose the fans. And it really takes away all momentum from a broadcaster's perspective. When you're having to take these timeouts, these breaks, you have to fill all this dead air. Whereas the NLL, it's such a go, go, go back and forth, high intensity. There's a ton of goals. It's not like a 2-1 hockey game. You know, you're getting these 10-9 games. You're getting 15-14 games. There's so much skill on the floor. There's there's the toughness, there's big hits, there's yes. fight. There's a goalie fight. Yeah, we've had a tendy fight already this year. Like it's it's really is the best of both worlds when I think about it as as a hockey hybrid where it's it's more exciting to watch. I think fans would I agree. Love, with I that. love lacrosse. And, and that's you know, Saskatoon's a great market for it. it's a perfect market in Saskatchewan. I know I know you guys obviously know about the CFL, but the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the most successful team there, they get great fan bases and everything. Well, it's the same for the Rush. It's a, it's a provincial team. Fans are traveling three hours to watch games in the middle of winter. I mean, it's minus thirty five outside, and you're still putting ten thousand people in the barn. You know, it's it's just cool how everyone really bands together around the team. And then from a rush perspective, you know, it's they, they've just got a good team. They've got a lot of good pieces in place. They've got the best GM in the league. They've got a new head coach this year. Jeff's really getting his feet on the ground here. They won their last game against Vancouver. That's a gritty win. Vancouver yeah. was two and zero to start the season. So. You know, it's it's positive. It's it's the league is growing. That's one thing where I think a lot of leagues can see their viewership, their fan bases decline. But the NLL as a whole, they're growing. And that's you know, that's why TSN picks them up. That's why ESPN picks them up and wants their games because you know the the, the fans are consuming the content. Do you remember when you said Kohat lays the boom? I need one of those if, the, if that happens, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I remember that. I'll I'll try drop one of those in the next one for you, Mike. That's <laughs> you know I, what I you know what I think we need is a hidden subliminal bonanza. Since we're in the middle of bull betting bonanza during the rush, I find I feel like if you could find a way to impl- implement bonanza in your broadcast. Okay, I'll, I'm putting that in my list then right now. I'll put bonanza in there, and when you hear it, uh, you you better tweet at me then on the 14th. We'll be watching on the I'll 14th. I'll be watching Absolutely. for sure. <laughs> so, Cody, Cody, I have one more question before yeah. we let you go here. Just, you know, I was reading about the team here, you, uh, Darren, and and I'm assuming Sabine. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, Sabine. Sabine, how have you guys meshed so far? Because right. there hasn't, you don't have a ton of experience with each other, and it looks like Darren's got a little more experience with the rush than you, the other two, you and uh, Sabine do. But how has it been, you and the team, kind of meshing together here to, to do these broadcasts? So we're, we're all in different places, which kind of makes it, 
you know, it, it was different at start where, I mean, I've only really been with both of them twice, essentially. Wow. So, you know, you meet before and you really talk it out. But I think the, the biggest thing is we're all professionals at this point where I've been around lacrosse the longest. I mean, it's, you know, I've been calling games for seven years now or so i mean like it's six seven years it's been a while where i've been calling games the most darren did do some you know between the benches on field stuff a couple years ago or a few years ago so Mm -hmm. he's got a little bit of familiarity with the rush as well and sabine's quite new which pardon me i also think that it really helps the the average fan the common fan the new fan which i think is awesome because she can relate to those people who don't exactly have the, the the best knowledge of the game where she can ask a question genuinely and it's educating people. So she's been awesome. She brings a lot of life to the broadcast. Darren, he's a professional. He's great at hosting. He's doing the pregame show with us. So, you know, he, he's got a lot of insight as well. And then, I mean, from, from my perspective, I, I just got to, you know, bring the energy and tell the story. That's, that's where I come into play as the play-by-play guy. And, it's been awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, we've only had one home game and obviously the one New Year's Eve got postponed for tomorrow, oh. but you know, we're, we're, we're coming back in January. We got two games in January. The schedule slows down a bit, but March and April, it's pretty much games every week, if not two games a week. So I'm looking forward to it. It's just going to build that chemistry, right? It, it's exact same thing as, you know, you two hosting a show together at first, you know, you're, you're kind of, you, you got to get a suck. feel for everyone, <laughs> you know, how, to, how do they talk? When do they want to chime in? When don't they want to chime in? It's the exact same thing for a play by play and color commentator and having someone between the benches, like Sabine's been incredible. I mean, that's something for a broadcast that takes it to the next level when you can go, Hey, what's it like down at field level? You know, what's what's the energy like in the building where in the booth, we don't have that perfect feel, but someone who's there can, you know, explain the story a lot better. Very cool. And and for those of you who are asking, how am I going to watch this in the States? It is on ESPN plus. If we haven't said that already. Yeah. ESPN plus is carrying all the games this year for the rush. I, I believe pretty much all the American games too. I think that there's some local TV deals. I don't know if there's any blackout restrictions. I, I can't say that for sure. I kind of doubt it. I think all the Georgia Swarm games are on Peachtree, actually, TV. I think I saw that <laughs> the other day. But like, you know, there, there's local TV deals and, and there. And I mean, one of the things I'm most excited about, the NLL is coming to Vegas. That's going to yeah, be I can't game. wait. I can't That's wait. Cool. I hope. I know you love, you know, Canada, but maybe if you come to Vegas, we'll party it up, especially if you get the gig here. Or do they travel across the country lines and no, not right now, but maybe in the future. Oh no, we still do. That's oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so this, this year we're not doing all the road games, so I'm not going to be traveling everywhere, but next year, I, I think, you know, with the, with the rush broadcast crew, with the team they've got there, like the whole business admin side and ownership has been awesome for the rush. Like they got sold a year ago or so. So Bruce Urban sold the team to the Priestner group. So it's new ownership. It's, it's a bunch of, you know, they own the Saskatoon blade. So it's a lot of hockey guys kind of taken over and they've been awesome to deal with. Like they're, it's kind of like 12 ounce sports where I can throw an idea off of them and they're receptive to it. They're like, Hey, that's a great idea. Like how can we play off it? Like they want to grow, which is what makes the league so special. Fair enough. Well, Cody, we have to leave it there because we got to, we got more to get to here, but thanks so much. And I'm excited for January 14th. I really am. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Always fun coming on. Love seeing the success you're having with the show. Some big numbies yesterday too. Holy. This is, you guys are going to crack the 1K club soon here. Let's go. Happy New thank, Year, Cody. Let's go. Happy thank New you Year. so much, Cody. Old Janner 31 underscore. That's a, he's a good guy. Absolutely. One of the best here. And uh, sorry, Beck, I didn't want to throw, I don't know the whole situation. I just read what Mike wrote here to throw Mike under the bus, not you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All, right, All right, check out these hoodies, guys. They're pretty awesome. Mike's not repping today, and I forgot my tumbler, but we do have $26 hoodies, $13 coffee mugs, $16 t-shirts, $21 tumblers. Check out the shop. We are going to skip the commercial here and go right into Mike's favorite part of the show for the year. Right. He's gonna, We're going to hand out awards. I'm excited for these. I'm 2021 Mike and Aaron Awards presented by our shop. Best player in the NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL. Aaron, we got you rapid fire here, but I'm excited to hear 
Let's start with you. Best player in the NBA 2021. This includes the calendar year. So for this, for me, it was a no-brainer. And it was actually just one thing. It was Giannis Antetokounmpo dropping a 50-piece in the clincher to win it for the Bucks, coming back from 2-0, and then going to get 50 nuggets afterwards. Just phenomenal. Nuggets. Giannis is incredible. I got Giannis. Steph Curry was, was, I guess, a finalist, if you will. But I think Giannis has been impressive. He's incredible. He took the reins as one of the best players, if not the best player in the NBA. NFL, best player 2021 calendar year. Aaron, who is it? All right, so I had three guys. I want to give honorable mention to the other two. One of them was Tom Brady, obviously, for winning his seventh Super Bowl. But like you said, it was the calendar year. I also wanted to go with Derrick Henry. Unfortunately, he broke down a little bit early. Yeah. So my winner of best player in the NFL is Cooper Cup. I think he's going to get the wow. triple crown. He's going to get the triple crown here in the receiving categories. Most catches, most yards, and most touchdowns in a year. And he might even eclipse two of those records. I don't think he's going to get the yards, but I think he's going to get the receptions. Fair. Oh, man, that would suck. I'm getting Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think Derrick Henry was one I wish I would have thought about more. But like you said, he did get injured. Tom Brady was my second, was my finalist, though. But I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. Had a big had a big game, I mean, big games in the playoffs last year. Did a great job this year as well. Best player in the NHL, 2021, Aaron. We can't take anything away from Connor McDavid. He is the best player in the NHL. Nathan wow. McKinnon was close. I uh, I know Mark Andre Fleury stood on his head and was incredible. Obviously, won the Vezina, but it's Connor McDavid. Although it didn't go well in the playoffs for them. Uh, he started out, he's, he's the point leader again, uh, but close tip of the cap to his, his running mate, Leon Dreisaitl as well. He's a beast. I love that pick. You're probably more qualified than I am, but I love a guy, that, probably my first favorite hockey player, I guess, since I started watching it this year, Andre Vasilevsky of the Tampa mm. Bay Lightning. Nice pick. I like goalie, that. Goalie, 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 man. He was the a big monster. Cat. He stopped everything in the Stanley Cup, and, of course, they're still doing good this year. I love it. I do like that one. Absolutely. This one might be universal as well. Best player in Major League Baseball, Aaron? You'd like me to say Shohei Otani, but I'm not going to. What? I'm going to go with Vlad Guerrero. I thought Vlad Guerrero oh. didn't get enough love. Yes, what Shohei did was amazing, but he also just kind of did it on a team that never was really in contention. Fair. Now, yes, the Blue Jays did not make the playoffs, but Vlad Guerrero, 311, 48 homers, 111 RBIs. You might not have won the uh, MVP, but you won my best player in 2021. Congratulations, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Fair enough. I got Shohei Otani. Babe Otani, if you will. Shohei <laughs> Ruth. All right. Fair enough. And Aaron, this is what's going to be a good one. Best team in any sport 2021. I'll go first here so you can wrap it up. On the Mike and Aaron Awards. The two finalists were the Buccaneers and the other team from the Tampa Bay. That's the oh, lightning. You took my pick. I didn't think you would take my pick. So two teams from Tampa Bay were my finalists. And my number one team of 2021 is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Aaron, take us home. What an anti anticlimactic ending. My team is also the Tampa Bay Lightning as wow. well. Back-to-back -back champions. And in this calendar year, they're still in first place. Exactly in the uh, NHL standings right now. So, yes, kudos. Uh, best team in any sport 2021, Lightning. Best town in any sport 2021 is Tampa Bay, or also known affectionately as Champa Bay. And I also did <laughs> – I forgot what I was going to say, but go ahead. That's all right. We're going to take it home here. We appreciate it. Mike, I want to leave you with a subtle reminder. Grab a public sub today or tomorrow right. before the end of the year. It's something you need to do. And if anybody out there in the Southeast hasn't tried public subs, you do have – done it wrong your whole life so far uh tomorrow we have the bowl betting bonanza rolling on and guess what we're making college football playoff picks mike are you ready for that are you ready for that i'm officially ready i've officially made my picks and i'm i'm ready to go on that and it is going to be capping off our Friday football frenzy. We're also making week 17 picks as well. Good luck to you guys if you're in fantasy football championships as well. If your team is like mine, it's been ravaged by COVID. Uh, somebody <laughs> somebody posted on Twitter, what's the worst player you're starting? And I'm starting the Jacksonville Jaguars backup running back. That's how it's going for me right now. Wow. I can't even pronounce his name. But anyways, want to make sure that we obviously thank you guys for supporting us each and every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern here on the 12 Ounce uh, streaming sites, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Follow us on our socials right above Mike there at AM Drive TV. 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, MikeAndAaronDrive.com has it all. Our sponsors, our socials, any way you can listen to us. And of course, our regular page on 12OunceSportsRadio.com as well. Please, we appreciate you guys, but please make sure that you are gambling responsibly. Because I know that don't just because we're on a heater, don't throw your mortgage at these payments, especially today. So for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys listening, tuning in, and supporting. And we will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern for the Friday Football Frenzy. Up next is how to bet with Daryl Fine. Have a good one. Drive safe.